When you're trying to solve a problem, it can be difficult to know where to start, and it's very easy to feel overwhelmed. This is the same whether you're trying to solve it yourself or trying to use a tool to solve it for you. This is why templates can be so useful, as they give you somewhere to start, and it's why so many SaaS companies offer templates as part of their SaaS product. Zapier, for example, provides hundreds of free templates that users can use as soon as they've signed up. What's less common is offering standalone templates as a precursor to the buying process that can demonstrate some of the benefits of the software without requiring any commitment. These templates might be provided as forms, documents, or spreadsheets, but they all mirror the functionality of your SaaS product and offer a viable yet low-fi solution. In this episode, we'll look at why offering standalone templates is such a valuable play for SaaS companies, how to build a library of standalone templates that helps move buyers through the customer journey, and the common pitfalls that most SaaS companies face when creating these templates. After listening to this episode, you're going to have a clear idea of what precursor marketing is and how you can use templates earlier in your selling process to engage and acquire more customers. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm going to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Many SaaS companies take a haphazard approach when trying to identify the steps that lead to action. They look at the customer journey as a simplistic and linear thing. You know, they think view landing page, view pricing, sign up, profit, right? In actuality, customers think very differently. But based on this model, it would be easy to assume that the pricing page was a necessary precursor to signing up. This assumption would lead you to waste time and money in an area that just might not need it. We buy things based on what we're trying to achieve, not how much they cost. If you walk into a supermarket to buy a sandwich, you're not going to buy a pencil sharpener instead just because it was cheaper. The price of something is inevitably part of the buying process, but it's rarely the driving force behind the decision. To get an idea of what a better approach could be, we can look at other industries to see how they encourage and entice people to buy. In Hollywood, for example, movie production companies release teasers and trailers of their movies, which allow the consumer to experience a small sample of what the movie will be. And in supermarkets, food vendors offer free samples of their food and drink products so the customer will know immediately whether or not they like the product. These are both simple ways to give the customer a chance to experience the benefits of the final product without giving away the whole thing for free. And more importantly, if the customer didn't know your product existed in the first place, they do now, and they can use this new information to make buying choices. And this is what we're talking about when we say precursor marketing. It's the things that you can do as a SaaS company to make yourselves known to your customers, while also giving them a taste of what you can do for them. So how do we apply this to SaaS marketing? Well, we might already have demo videos and free trials for SaaS products, but those are effective once the customer is solution aware and already in the process of choosing which tool to use. Now, if your customer is only problem aware, not your customer yet, I should say, they won't even know your product exists. So there's no reason for them to watch your videos or sign up for your free trial. 
Instead, you need to find a way to let potential customers experience the benefits of your SaaS without requiring them to watch any videos or use your product. Now, most SaaS companies offer one or more of the following benefits, speed, certainty, and insight. So you need to find a way to deliver those same benefits to your customers earlier in the sales process. Now, a question here that you might have is, why is precursor marketing different to engineering as marketing? Precursor marketing shares a lot of key benefits with engineering as marketing, where SaaS companies create a free tool that solves a customer's problem in a way that's linked to their main offering. The main difference is that engineering as marketing tends to solve an adjacent problem rather than the same problem that their software solves. This is often in the form of things like calculators, checklists, or widgets. This approach works in a company's favor in two ways. Firstly, it gives the customer immediate value, putting the company in a good position to convince the customer that the company can provide even more value if they sign up for the software itself. And second, it uses the reciprocity principle that tells us that customers are more likely to view us favorably after we've given them something or done them a favor. Both of these benefits are great, but unfortunately, engineering as marketing isn't always a viable option because it requires development effort. Not only does this make engineering as marketing expensive, developer time can, after all, cost a lot of money, but it can also prove difficult to get this work prioritized over the existing backlog of work. A much simpler and cheaper approach to precursor marketing is providing free document templates that solve a problem that your software already solves, albeit in a less comprehensive way. These precursor documents should replicate part of your software's functionality, but in a low-fi way, such as in a spreadsheet, document, or checklist. These templates help the customer with their problem while also introducing them to your solution. Now, if you analyze search terms, you can see that there's a comparable number of people searching for X software as there are people searching for X template. People are looking for a solution to their problem, you just need to direct them to yours. Now our client Lupio uses this technique beautifully by offering a PDF template to help teams make go or no go decisions for RFPs, that's request for proposals. They offer a simple free template that anyone can download and use. Now the template isn't especially complicated. It has some data, a few editable fields, and some instructions on how to use it but it's still a step up from having no help at all with this process. Once the customer has submitted the form, they receive the useful template and Lupio gains a qualified lead that they know would benefit from their SaaS. How to create your first precursor template. Using tools such as Google Sheets or PDF builders, you can easily create basic but useful templates that help your customers address their pain points. Because this doesn't require any coding skills, the marketing team can create the templates and you can tweak and adapt them to help with different problems your customers are trying to solve. So let's break it down. Step one is decide what problem you're going to solve. It's a good idea to watch product tours and demo videos to get an idea of the functionality that the sales team is prioritizing and shouting about on the onboarding sequence. Then you should do a quick check on Google to make sure you aren't already offering a template that addresses this problem. So you would do site colon yourdomain.com and then type in the term that you're searching for. So for example, SaaS marketing template. 
Now, if there isn't a template already, talk to the product team about the features and what pain points those features solve for the customer. They'll likely have documentation or research data that will make it easier to define your templates. Step two is obviously create the template. Now, the easiest way to start developing the template is to jump on a call with someone from the product team that knows a lot about the feature that you are basing your template on. Now, when you're on this call, ask them what the functionality would look like if it was built in a spreadsheet or another type of template. Then either sketch it out or start building the document itself. You can continuously iterate on the template, making changes and improvements based on the feedback of the product team. This doesn't need to be a long process. Step three is launch the template. Now you want to launch your template as soon as you can so that you can start reaping the benefits much sooner. It's not as simple though as just sticking it on your website and hoping for the best. There are three things that you'll want to have in place before launching your precursor template. A landing page, a thank you page, and a short email sequence. The landing page offers several opportunities to connect with your audience. It will be the page that shows up on search results and brings your potential customers onto your site. The name of the page should resonate with the reader and directly address a pain point of your customer's experience. And the page can explain what the template is, how to use it and clarify what problem it solves. It'll also display the form that the user will fill in to access the template. You want to capture at least their email address, but not much more. Now, once a customer has filled in and submitted the form, you could just say thanks and leave it at that, but that would be a missed opportunity. Instead, it's important to have a lead magnet thank you page, which we've talked about a lot on this podcast, where you can utilize videos, testimonials, conversion copy, and so on to highlight why they should be using your SaaS product. Once they've received your template, you'll want to follow up by email to prompt them to use it and remind them that your software would provide an even better solution. There are two key emails that you need in your sequence. The first is a short, simple email sent one day after they download the template asking something like, were you able to access the template? This simply reminds them that they intended to use the template in the first place. And then a follow-up sent a few days later, inquiring how they got on with the template and asking if they found it useful. If they reply that they haven't used it, your automated reply should empathize with this and explain that a lot of people struggle to find the time. Then frame your SaaS as a more practical solution. Make sure your emails are coming from a real person, not a no reply email address. So your customers know that there's a genuine value in responding. These emails will be invaluable in bridging the gap between the precursor template and your SaaS. If you want to add a bit of extra incentive, you can include a special offer in your follow-up email, maybe with a limited timescale. This can be an effective way of turning an unsure customer into a customer that's willing to give you a chance. Once all of these are done, you're ready to launch. Let's just finish up here with some common mistakes with precursor marketing. Precursor templates can be a big opportunity to acquire more leads and draw attention to your SaaS earlier in the funnel, but they're not without pitfalls. Here's a few of the common ones. Focusing too much on high volume keywords. A common mistake when deciding which templates to build is focusing too much on keyword research. Keyword driven templates may be an easy way to gather lots of email addresses, 
but if the template doesn't solve the same problems your software tackles, there'll be minimal buying intent and you won't be able to convert subscribers into customers. Number two, waiting for perfection before shipping. It's easy to get bogged down trying to make your template look amazing, but your template doesn't need to be flawlessly branded and formatted. Focus instead on making it functional and getting the name right. Having a name that nails the pain point will be far more effective than making sure the columns are using the right brand colors. Then quantity over quality is the next mistake. Another pitfall that some companies fall into is focusing on creating as many templates as possible. This will only provide diminishing returns, whereas focusing on key pain points will yield more effective results. And not following up. If you don't follow up on these leads, the templates won't accomplish much. Remember, the reason templates are so useful is that anyone who downloads them would benefit from using your product. Make sure you're sending them follow-ups and even timed special offers to encourage them to give your product a go. Let's pull this all together. Precursor marketing is the perfect way to identify problem-aware customers and convert them into solution or even product-aware customers. It doesn't matter whether that customer uses the template. The important part is that you're collecting names and email addresses of people who could genuinely benefit from using your software. Templates only work if they closely resemble what the software does. But if they do, you'll get a steady stream of qualified leads, primed and ready to be sold to. I'll see you next time. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas, that's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.